0: Welcome to the Allied Advantage brought to you by Allied Nutrition. Our mission is to provide quality products consistently made and delivered with the superior customer service and integrity that you desire and deserve.
1: Tag along with your hosts Ralston Rip and Jefferson Keller as we gain knowledge, visit with industry experts from across the Midwest, and continue to share your stories. We are here to be your partner in production and success, the Allied Advantage.
0: Welcome back to the Allied Advantage. We are excited to, this is kind of a holiday-ish episode, but it's also a pro-form edition. So we're back to kind of our regularly scheduled episodes with a pro-form edition. And I'm certainly excited about who we got to visit with. But before that, as always, Jefferson, how have you been? What's new? What's happening? And what are you looking forward to this Christmas season?
1: I've been good Um, things are busy as always Uh, and like you said holiday season is upon us Uh, this is a crazy time of year for us you know a lot of people it's funny think that oh you know you get a long weekend that sounds great right it sounds great in theory uh, until you're swamped ahead of it trying to make sure people have enough feed to get through and then people that maybe forgot you're swamped when you come back trying Mm -hmm. to prepare and the holiday or the Christmas, New Year's stretch is the worst because you have back-to-back short weeks, yeah. long weekends. So it's it's really chaotic. Um, but, no, I'm excited. Uh, the holidays are one of my favorite times of the year. And uh, here this past weekend we did family Christmas uh, with my mom's side of the family. And this coming weekend I'm headed to, to Iowa uh, to do Christmas with my girlfriend's family. So, A little bit of traveling, uh, but luckily the weather's been good so far, which is awesome. And just really looking ahead and don't want to give too much away about the episode, but what we've got come up in January with the National Western. So uh, what about you?
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy. I feel like we just talked about Thanksgiving and now it's Christmas and then the new year will be here and um, time flies, which should not be a shock, but it definitely always just creeps up on you. And yeah, we had a family Christmas this weekend also. And Um, gearing up for family Christmases this next weekend and throughout the next week kind of. So um, I'm always excited. I love getting to see family kind of from all over and get together and all be under the same roof and in the same room. You know, it doesn't happen as often as as it should probably. And so the holidays are always a, always a special time. And like you said, the weather has been beautiful, and I was driving here this morning, and I was like, wow, it's December, and it's almost Christmas, and it's it's nice outside, and it's sunny, and um, it's kind of crazy, for sure.
1: Yeah, we'll take it when we can get it. I mean, this past Sunday, it was in the 50s, yeah. which is wild. Uh, it's kind of funny. My grandparents go to Arizona for the winter, yeah, um, and they come back for Christmas through New Year's, and... talking about how nice it is and i'm like really this winter so far would have been perfectly fine there hasn't (laughs) been uh, been any snow you know The weather hasn't been an issue but uh i'm sure that the worm will turn at some point unfortunately but we're sure going to take it while it lasts
0: yeah no i definitely agree um my fiance he they they move snow and they're actually still working on like a retaining wall and a patio which is like kind of crazy to think they're still able to and I know that they, they like the really nice weather and then when it gets really cold and they, they want some snow so they can get to move in it. But, yeah, it is kind of just been a wild year on that, on the weather front for sure. But, yeah, so we're gearing up for Christmas and then it's 2024. And then, like you said, Denver and the National Western Stock Show. We are very excited to be the official feed partner with the National Western Stock Show. And um, I guess Jefferson, give a little... How did, um, you know, this opportunity come about and what's just a little sneak peek preview of how we got to where we are with them,
1: you with know, our partnership. we've talked on multiple occasions here on, on the podcast about relationships mm-hmm. in this business and really just life in general. And that's really what started the conversations between Allied Nutrition and mm-hmm. the National Western is, uh, one of our team members, Drew Melvin, uh, that runs our buyer and feed mill, um, long you know background rodeoing yeah um got to know leon vick who is the director of livestock and equine events for the national western um the national western crew was out touring uh, and visiting the nebraska state fair would have been two years ago now yeah. um saw our feed store there uh, leon happened to see drew walking around the barn they got to visiting they came out by the booth and, and talked to some of our other crew members working there. And uh, when they were looking to make a change with their feed store and get a company to partner up with and bring in some new product lines, uh, they reached out to us, and it's kind of been a go from there. You know, com- yeah. a lot of conversations and meetings and figuring out how it would look and how it would work. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm really excited. Denver is one of my favorite livestock shows there is uh, i mean the, to me there's just nothing like it and i know some of my eastern friends would argue that yep. with louisville because that's <laughs> where they grew up but uh, i just think denver is so unique with the yards that they've got um the focus on you know pens and carloads yep. and, and really gearing it towards real life commercial cattlemen and and the beef producers not just a, a haltered heifer show yep. you know it, it's just there's nothing else like it and um January is going to be wild. Uh, it's going to be nuts. I've been looking at my calendar sure. thinking, oh, man, this is going to be a long stretch. But I can't wait for it. I'm, I'm pumped. I think it's going to be an awesome opportunity for our team. Uh, and just being able, be, being able to be a part of the history there, that kind of event. Uh, I think this is the 118th year uh, right. is awesome. And, um, again, some of what will be discussed here on the episode there's a lot of excitement around the national Western and I think it's just going to continue to grow.
0: Yeah. Nope. And I, I just, I was, as you were like talking, I was like thinking of or I was listening, but I was thinking of <laughs> like points and I was like, Oh, you were talking about the national Western team at the state fair. And I think back to Leon talks about, Oh, I walked back to your feed store and I was asking one of our team members about pig feed. And Leon's like, I didn't know anything about pig feed. And, uh, I think we, we couldn't figure out who he was talking to, but I think we finally narrowed it down. He was talking to our PhD um, nutritionist that we have on our team, Dr. Jeffrey Fulmer. And, um, you know, he was Jeff. I don't think knew who he was and they were just, Jeff was talking to him about our feed and products. And I think that's just a, like a testament of, you never know where conversations could lead or where, where, uh, where a good friend and a mentor, or just a, an acquaintance there. So could really take you down the road. And, um, I just think it's so cool of how it started and now where we're at and you talked about the history of the National Western Stock Show and I just think about as a little girl growing up uh, always going with my grandpa and my mom and my grandma and we'd go to the Hertz Eye and we always went and watched the pen show and the carload show of Hereford's down there and the sales they had and I remember as a little girl asking why, why is it called a carload and a pen show and Um, just the history of, you know, that's what they could fit on rail cars when they unloaded them there. And that's, you know, that that's stuck ever since of it. History kind of determined how it'd be after that. And um, I just I think that's pretty cool of the why behind behind what we do and now what they're doing moving forward. And we'll get into that a little bit with our guest. And I'm really excited about where this relationship has taken us and where it can even launch us further, further down the road.
1: Absolutely. Like you said, I think that, uh, there is no better platform, uh, to highlight this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for us to be a part of it is something that's really incredible. And, uh, certainly don't want to take the opportunity for granted because, um, I think, you know, on both sides is just going to continue to get better and better. And there's been a lot of excitement and buzz in the country, uh, about the event and what they're continuing to do to make improvements and looking forward. Like you said, I mean, Again, don't want to, you know, (laughs) spill uh, or spoiler alert, you know, on what's (laughs) to come here, but they've got some really exciting things in the works and and they're, you know, not looking just at this year or next year, they're Mm -hmm. looking 15, 20 years down the road and how they can be sustainable and and really continue to stay at the forefront or at the top of the the livestock show world.
0: Yeah, no, and I think without further ado, we just kind of keep hitting on it because we're so excited to... To share this with you all is let's go ahead and turn it over to our guest, um, a member of the National Western Stock show livestock team, Jennifer Boca
1: excited to introduce our guest here for episode nine of the Allied Advantage. Uh, today with us we've got Jennifer Boca from the National Western Stock Show team, to visit with us a little bit about you know her background, how she got to the National Western. Uh, and really to highlight the upcoming event because it's right around the corner uh, and a little bit about what our partnership here for the 2024 event is because I know our team is awfully excited about it. So, uh, Jennifer, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a little bit of background on how you got to where you are today.
2: Well, thanks, Jefferson. It's really fun to do these kind of podcasts, um, especially with teams like yours who have so much in shared enthusiasm uh, for National Western. So, yeah, like you said, my name's Jennifer Boca. I am the director of livestock operations for the National Western in Denver, and I am coming up on my second stock show in this role, uh, but definitely not my second stock show in life. National Western uh, was where I grew up, where I grew up understanding what stock shows looked like uh, and what stock shows should look like. So we showed pen Cattle and Cattle on the Hill in the Simmental Division my entire youth Um, I judged in the livestock contest and judged there both junior college and senior college, Uh, and I also rodeoed. Um, Some people know that about me, some people don't, but I actually um, placed in the judging contest and placed in and made the short round in the rodeo in my career. So um, have kind of a varied background at the National Western um, as well as my career. So I came to National Western from a leadership role as the general manager at the Nile Stock Show and Rodeo in Billings and was the GM there for nine years. Boy, previous to that, I spent some time with the Red Angus Association, spent some time, a great deal of time, about 15 years in the AI industry. Uh, I, I was fortunate enough to grow up with a dad Um, That was in the AI industry and then fed into that. You know, a lot of kids say they don't want to grow up and do what their parents did. And I grew up and did exactly what my parents did for a while. So for, for the first 15 years of my career, I was a rep on the Western Slope of Colorado for ABS. And when I left ABS, then I went to Red Angus and then transitioned into my role at the Nile. So... Um, I, I've I've got a lifelong background in agriculture. Whether you're talking the commercial cattle industry or the registered industry, um, and then as well as the rodeo is a definitely a side hobby for me. But it's uh, something that's exceptionally important to me. And uh, my family continues um, to rodeo, team rope, and we uh, we team rope and I break rope. So uh, lots of lots of different hats I wear in the in the ag and rodeo world.
1: No, that's awesome. I think, you know, hitting on the fact that uh, you've been involved in the National Western in some form or fashion for your entire life, basically kind of hits home with Ralston. And I mean, we both judged out there in the judging contest. Uh, I had
0: COVID year, so unfortunately. Oh,
1: you didn't.
0: COVID oh, year, darn so. it. Yes, um, but I got to judge out there 4-H, so I'm pretty fortunate for that. Yep, I was in
1: the 4-H contest Mm -hmm. and took a few teams from Lincoln out there while I was coaching. Uh, We both exhibited cattle out there on different occasions, and uh, this year, you know, we talked a little bit before we started recording here that uh, gearing up for the big month of January with our feed store, and I'm also going to have cattle out there again this year with a big string, so... Uh, no, it's one of my favorite places, and there's no better place to be in, in January, in, in my opinion, and uh, we're excited to to be a part of it.
0: Yeah. Um, um, what I love hearing about your background, Jennifer, too, is... You talk about you wear a multitude of hats and are involved in a variety of activities within the agriculture industry. And um, I know being a part of the allied nutrition team and going to be an official partner with the National Western, I've got the question often of how did you how did that happen or how did that how did you guys come across that opportunity? And I like to refer back to um, it's our relationships that we made in the activities we're involved in. And, um, you know, going back to a couple of our team members, knowing your team members from previous lives of rodeoing or um showing cattle or whatever it may be, it's it's a pretty it, you know, life comes full circle in that, in that sense. But um I think with that, let's talk a little bit about um how we're how we have got to know you and what this partnership exactly is and what it's gonna look like at this this coming event.
2: Well, you know, I think that you hit on something that's absolutely essential and in the agriculture industry, it is all about partnerships and relationships. Um, And I think all of us have been very fortunate to grow up in agriculture and see how those chance meetings are never chance meetings. Those networking opportunities, um, they don't just lead us to business connections, but they oftentimes in this industry lead us to to, to good friendships too, right? So um, we're very fortunate to have had the connection made between our two teams and National Western feels like um, it, it's been an exceptional partnership already. Um, I, I believe that as we build partnerships at National Western um, from a promotional partner stip, partnership standpoint um, or to our our team with boots on the ground, I think everything we need to do needs to represent an industry worked on joining together Um, and truly, no pun intended, but an allied industry. I think that the more we can build relationships like this with quality products and quality people, we create a show um, that allows exhibitors to come and know that they're they're coming to an event that not only understands their needs, but supports their efforts, whether they're marketing their ranch, whether they're marketing their, their business entity, um, whether we're working on the feed industry or whether you're there to make uh, network connections. So I see the relationship with with you guys as one that goes far above and beyond providing good feed.
1: Uh, one thing you said there with the no pun intended, I uh, really struck with me or stuck with me because you know, we chose this name for a reason. The allied nutrition is we want to be your ally, whether it's with uh, organizations like you guys, or whether it's with our end-user customers or other industry partners, uh, we want to genuinely be allies, partners, making each other better and as successful as possible uh, every step of the way. So uh, I'm glad that you you kind of pick up on that because that's really where where this name stemmed from for our company. And like I said, we're excited about it. And I know that you know we've had. Several meetings so far, and we've been out and made a couple trips to to Denver to to help you guys or meet with you for the first time and then visit with your catch calf kids. So uh, I'm excited to get to the event and kind of bring this first year home.
2: I think that, you know, some of the events that we get to talk about just kicking off the stock show really show that partnership between you all and the efforts that National Western is making. You know, we're making a big, big move to... Uh, emphasize the commercial cattlemen this year at National Western. Something that goes back to the roots of National Western and the start of the show 118 years ago were the commercial cattle industry, those carloads, trainloads of cattle coming in. Uh, And it's really our team's desire to bring a focus to the commercial cowman and the beef industry with a little different look than just the registered operations. Uh, And so that first weekend, as you guys know, the stockmen in the stockyards, which is our commercial heifer focus, is going to be something that provides a lot of opportunity for our exhibitors. And you guys have stepped up to the plate in helping us with some of our educational aspects and talking to producers about their nutritional needs um, for developing those heifers. Um, you know, we, we've kind of joked and called it a state of the union, but we will have um, an educational piece which is called the beef business, what's bugging you, the first weekend during that commercial cattle event, and you guys have offered your expertise and your team to really be there and meet and answer questions um, from our commercial producers as to how to grow their program, whether they're talking about nutrition or um, any one of the great topics that a state of the union could address, right? Um, but you guys have really stepped in as partners and and providing education and providing opportunities for the commercial cowman on that first weekend. And I think that as we continue to build this and as cattlemen continue to come to Denver and see the, the projects that we're working on um, throughout the show to develop and continue continue a legacy of education and opportunity for cattlemen, I think they will begin to see how important you guys are, like I said, beyond the feed products.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: And um,
0: with that, you know, we're certainly excited to be the official feed partner with the National Western and you kind of foreshadowed leading into that first weekend with the stock show. But let's just keep talking about the event. And, um, you know, I believe those first few days are
2: January 6th and 7th. Is it, Jen? Yep, the kickoff weekend is January 6th and 7th. And man, you know, as you look at the schedule for that weekend, just that stockman in the stockyards event itself, we have everything from the educational pieces that we talked about to uh, entertainment, because cattlemen want some entertainment to get off the ranch and family entertainment. We have a goat roping scheduled for that weekend. Um, we also have a. Uh, an opportunity for you guys mentioned it and I mentioned it we all went through the livestock judging ranks but yeah unless you are hired to do shows you lose that that opportunity to competitively judge livestock um and we have created what's called the stockyard sort over that first weekend and cattlemen can come to those commercial heifer pens and line them up and enter a contest that will allow them to win the same belt buckle and prize package that our champion pen will receive and that's open to the world so lots of great things along with our gelvy and limousine limousine breeders kicking off that first weekend um breeding sheep shows the first weekend i mean we literally hit the ground running on january 6th and we don't let off the throttle until january
1: 21st i think that's kind of what's uh, really puts things into perspective, because I would say for most people, uh, they're not there for the entire duration, right? If they're taking a breed or a couple breeds, a lot of times they're there at the same time, maybe seven, eight days. Uh, but it is a, a full-blown 16-day event, and it's jam-packed all the way through uh, from early mornings to late nights with the rodeo each evening. And um, I know that, you know, our team, we talked a little bit before we started here that we're going to be rolling a lot of different people out there to kind of cover and help work the feed store that um, I think for some of them, it'll be their first time to town uh, to the event. So I think they're really excited to see it. And um, I guess from my perspective, you know, we were out there last year with cattle uh, and I know that numbers were better than they were last year or the year before. Uh, and it sounds like numbers are continuing to grow. People are wanting to come back to the National Western and uh, why don't you hit a little bit on, I saw on social media last, the end of last week, uh, sounds like that middle weekend is filling up really fast and we're going to have a, an awesome crowd out there. Uh, what is that looking like there for the displayable weekend and what do we've got in the, going on in the yards?
2: Well, displayable weekend honestly has been sold out. Our herd sire row has been sold out for about two months now uh we've expanded the herd sire row and for for listeners that aren't familiar with what our herd sire row is that is our middle weekend event where we feature as the name would state great herd sires up and coming prospects uh they're on display in the yards in their own featured area but not just herd sires there are uh, outstanding opportunities to meet with ag and cattle industry businesses that mix in with those herd sires. um, And that is Saturday, Sunday of the middle weekend. Now, also on the middle weekend, that is our biggest population, I guess, of cattle on the grounds. That weekend would include um, Angus, Hereford, Charlay, Simmental, Red Angus, all on the grounds, mains, all on the grounds that middle weekend. And typically, we close those yards entries on December 20th. Um, We actually had to pull the trigger on the 15th at about 3 o'clock in the afternoon and say that weekend's yards entries are full. The only way to get in on that middle weekend now with a yards entry is if you you have entered and those entries are Stamped and people cancel pins that were scheduled for that weekend. Um, That's a huge feat for us, but it's also, um, you know, it's kind of mixed emotions. Do you want to be excited that you're full or bummed because you can't see how many you could get, right? Uh, The first weekend still has some availability for uh, Gelby Limousine and our commercial female show, uh, but that middle weekend is packed full. And I think that speaks volumes for the return of National Western since the covid year you know uh, covid kind of set everyone back on their heels then the new yards facility got done and it's phenomenal um people weren't sure what would the future of National Western would look like and i'm i'm not certain why because uh, one year without a show due to the covid um I can't imagine National Western not returning, but it it seemed to leave some question in some people's minds. And I would say when our herd or our our pen is pen show is sold out over middle weekend, that's a pretty big statement that National Western's not going anywhere, and we're trying to figure out how to fit everybody in that wants to be there. So it's really exciting,
0: yeah, that is certainly exciting. And, um, you know, we had talked a little bit before, too, and I know you you had wanted to share a story earlier and you're like, oh, I'm going to have to wait until until we press the record button. But, um, you know, I know as a little girl that that middle weekend was always the weekend we loaded up grandpa and grandma and we headed to Denver to see all those up and coming herd sires. And, um, you know, that's what we grew up doing, showed a couple Herefords herfords on the hill and just the history and the tradition behind Denver is definitely long lasting and here to stay. And we're excited to be a part of it.
2: You know, it's funny when you go back and look at our history at National Western, I remember years showing cattle in the yards where um, not a wise decision, but you would see pens have um, little fires (laughs) in their pens (laughs) to get warm, you know, they're burning straw trying to get warm and generators running and the noise and, and, you know, the creak of those old gates and the knife marks, marking marking how many cattle were in a pin, or who was in the pin, you know, all those things are great historical memories that make you uh, be a tad sentimental. But when you stand in the sire row last year, as I did, and I happened to be standing next to a guy that was on the phone, and I heard him answer the phone because we were talking, and he paused for a minute to answer this call. and he said,, uh, I'm in Denver, man. You got to get on the next flight and get here. You won't <laughs> believe what this looks like. And and I say that and sound like I'm trying to do some sales pitch, but I was I heard it for my own self. And I started to tell the story, Ralston, about two years ago, I flew to Denver to see the first year of the and make sure that I was there on that middle weekend and just get the feel of the new yards. And this is before I went to work for National Western. I was still with the Nile. Um, or I guess I had just completed my time at the Nile, pardon me. And it was quiet. It was um, a solid set of entries, but it was quiet. The buzz wasn't there yet. It was a different feel in the yards as though everyone just wondered, you know, what is this going to look like? Um, What is the future? And I remember that year seeing that facility and thinking, What are they going to do when this thing blows up again? And here we are two years later, and it has blown up. Um, To say that we're sold out over the middle weekend is huge. To say that hertz Row is sold out and has been for two months is huge. The buzz around the stock show this year, it's it's electric, it's infectious. You know, I have people calling me daily now and panicking about (laughs) the, the December 15th, you know. What, wait a minute, I, I was going to add a carload. I already entered and I was going to add a carload. Well, how many people just randomly add a carload? I mean, <laughs> it's not like you're entering one extra. Um, it, it just speaks volumes to the cattle industry. Um, National Western's focus on the cattle industry and the yards. And man, I don't know about you guys, but when that new facility that is right next to the yards facility is done for the Hill Shows, uh, I think we're all going to be mind blown as to the attendance um, from an exhibitor standpoint at National Western.
1: I I would agree with that statement 100 percent. And that was actually something I was going to ask you as far as, you know, progress on the completion of the build. Can you give any kind of updates on where we're at with that or, you know, what that timeline looks like?
2: Well, so they're saying that we will be in for the 26th show. Uh, I would love to say that we would be in for 25, but it just takes so much to build a building like that. Uh, but the cool thing is, so Paul Andrews, our our uh, fearless leader, our CEO, he gave our team notice that February of 2024, we should all be on site the first week for a topping ceremony. And the topping ceremony on a facility like that is the last beam that gets put in place before they close up the building and start to do the, the enclosing of it, that all the structural work is done. And so I, I had it on my calendar, planned on it, and randomly in November, I got an email that said, hey, December 5th is the topping ceremony. And I sent an email to Paul and I said, was I confused? Didn't we have this in February? And he said, no, they're two months ahead. Awesome. So it's really exciting. I think people are going to be awestruck by the size and scope of that building when they come to the show in January this year. It's, you know, last year you could see that dirt parking lot that everybody loved right outside the front of the Stockyards Event Center. You could see that as a parking lot. And you could see the signs there that forecast this is the future home of the Sioux Sheets Livestock Center for the National Western. But it's hard to really grasp the magnitude of it when you're just looking at a piece of dirt, right? Well, it's unreal. It is unreal. The The facility that will house the show ring and the the Colosseum type facility is up. The barn is up, um, obviously not completed. When I say up, the structure is there, but you will be able to stand there this year at National Western and take in how huge that building is. And I joke now, you know, for years, it's been the hill and the yards. Well, we're going to be on the same elevation. Do you think that will ever change? I don't I don't know what it will be called 15 (laughs) years from now, because there's no hill to climb. Um, But it's going to be pretty obvious when everybody's there in January, how big that facility is and how cool it's going to be.
0: Well, I think as we're kind of finishing up talking about the schedule of it, we get through the big middle weekend and then um, I guess take us through the kind of the final weekend, week, week long events after that with the junior shows and the other species I know and the rest of the breeds that have to come in.
2: Okay, so we've talked a lot about the the middle weekend and the beginning, um, but starting there the 8th, our junior market shows arrive um, and we go junior market lambs, junior market goats, then our steers and hogs come in and they span the duration of the show. So between the 8th and the 19th, the 19th is the junior market auction. Um, That final week, the market hogs and market steers will show. Um, Everything has shifted forward a day. So for the long time, National Western Junior Market attendees, we really encourage them to look at the schedule because each of those species um, there's been a little flip-flop with swine and um, lambs, but the actual show days have s- shifted forward a day. Uh, so the we'll pick the champion steer uh, on Wednesday at 6 o'clock on the 17th. And then um, like that last weekend, you'll see the highland cattle come in, uh, in the yards. You'll see the stock dog and on the hill, the sheepdog working dogs, um, llamas, and alpacas have always been a big thing for National Western. Um, always very interesting to the difference in our cattle producers and our llama and alpaca producers. Um, but the llama and alpaca show has become a really, really big sought after event at the National Western for area residents, and they really like that. So we are capping off the show and ending. Ending the show on the hill with llamas and alpacas after the prospect and steers show. In the yards, there's the bison show. You know, we could go on and on and on about the schedule, but literally <laughs> yes. for 16 days, there is just um, varied opportunities for people to see lots of different things start to finish. <clears throat> uh, exciting. You know, the the one thing I have to point out, and it's flashing to me on my schedule here is unfortunately our poultry show is canceled again and i have mm-hmm. people ask me year after year and i didn't realize honestly until i came to national western how important the poultry show was to those exhibitors um but that the poultry industry continues to face some um health concerns and so they've told us that we have to cancel that again and and people continue to try to enter the poultry show which to me is really in uh it's really intriguing because I just didn't have any idea that it was that sought after. Um, but I, to my point there is simply that there is a lot of things, a lot of different facets of the ag industry um, that happen all right there in National Western that some people might not even know about.
0: Yeah, it truly is a center not only for, you know, the the legacy long cattlemen and women are just livestock enthusiasts, but also those that are just getting started in the ag industry or just even new to showing livestock or being around livestock. And the education side of National Western is so huge. And um, I know as we got to come out and visit with your Catch a Calf exhibitors, I, I thoroughly enjoyed getting to learn about um, who the exhibitors were, what their experience was with showing livestock, whether it was their first time ever being involved in, you know, 4-H or just a show or even around a steer, or maybe they were keeping it with their neighbor, um, just the the role that National Western plays in helping those, those youth get started and also connecting them to really good mentors with their sponsors. And, um, you know, I'd love, Jen, to just talk about that program a little bit and what kind of the the scope that it really has and the impact on on youth just getting started being involved in ag.
2: I think that that is a really essential piece to what we do, and I appreciate you bringing that up, Ralston, because those kids involved in our Catch a Calf program have an opportunity to apply to National Western and then come and catch a calf in our rodeo, and rodeo enthusiasts may just see it as a youth opportunity to to get kids in the arena. But kids that come and take part in our Catch a Calf program are not just awarded a calf to show, they are really rewarded with an opportunity to work with one of our longtime sponsors as a mentor. And many of those mentors are longtime cattlemen that really understand how to feed and develop a a market steer. Um, maybe not just a show steer, but genuine market steers, yeah. feeding and developing market steers. Um, but more so than that, the communication that they have with those sponsors and with the program and the um, opportunity for practical livestock management, whether you keep keeping track of expenses or you're keeping track of rations, <laughs> excuse me, or simply... You know, if you haven't been around cattle, learning how to take care of something, how to get up in the morning and make sure that something besides yourself gets fed and taken care of. It's truly a great program for kids. And I think kids, whether they're already in 4-H and FFA or whether they've never had any experience, as you mentioned, that get an opportunity to go through our Catch a Calf program, get out of it exactly what they need so if they're a newbie or they're experienced they make the program what they need um, we had a a great um, sponsored weekend with with weaver where the kids came to denver and they got a clinic uh, with kai steerwalt and with the weaver team and you know many kids that have shown a long time don't get that opportunity <clears throat> so there's lots of parts to that catch a calf program that are really essential. And, you know, we actually extended this year's application deadline, and it's almost like I prompted you to say that, and I didn't, and I really (laughs) appreciate the timing. Um, We extended that to January 2nd this year, so there's still time for those kids to apply to be in our Catch-a-Calf program, and that's kids from surrounding states, so um, lots of opportunity. Whether you're in Nebraska or Wyoming or Colorado, you can still apply for the Catch-a-Calf program um, and have a really, really great experience.
1: Just like Ralston said, and you hit on it as well, the one thing we were out there for that weekend uh, that really stuck with me was, I mean, there were obviously some kids that have shown a lot. There were some kids from Nebraska that we knew that have have done a lot of showing, Uh, but then there were kids that have never had a calf before. They maybe showed hogs or sheep or goats. Then there was even one or two that have never shown anything, never had livestock before. And I think that's awesome because I was uh, never fortunate enough or never took the opportunity to be a part of the National Western Catch Calf Program when I was showing. Uh, I was a part of the Xarban Calf Challenge and that is very different where all those kids have, have shown cattle, right? Uh, this one, it really, it, it kind of shocked me how it was such a wide range of experience and uh, education level and that's something that, you know, is is awesome to see because we do a lot on the educational piece here at home, too, with working with kids and their families, so something that uh, I really appreciated and thought was awfully interesting.
2: Yeah, Yeah, you guys did such a great job of talking to those kids um, and talking to them in a way that both the kids that had no experience and the kids that had some knowledge were able to gain from the educational piece there, and I know we've said it a few times times in this discussion, but I think that really speaks to the efforts that your team and your company is putting in making sure that you are an asset to the industry. So we appreciate your involvement there for sure.
0: Yeah, we're fortunate and excited for the opportunity to be a part of it. And I think as we're kind of winding down our conversation, Jen, is there any big points that we've missed with the National Western Stock Show or anything you want to be sure to share with our listeners or exhibitors or just the general public out there today?
2: I think one of the things that we always at National Western try to make sure that we do as a team is evaluate where we are in the industry and where we're going to be tomorrow in the industry. And I firmly believe that where we are today is not going to look the same as where we are 15 years from now or where we were 15 years ago. Um, Simply put, We added an event last year that we didn't talk about our Stockyards Beef and Wine Festival. And it's an opportunity to bring people that live in the concrete jungle to the stock show, get up close and personal to cattle and taste beef protein prepared in a phenomenal way. Right? And I point out that event to say, if we don't all stay one step ahead of simply being a livestock show, We aren't doing our job to educate the masses. We can talk to each other. We can talk to fellow cattlemen all day long about our industry, about agriculture, about protein products. Um, But we as a stock show have to remember that we need to educate the masses and teach people about our product, Um, bringing in new beef eaters, new beef supporters, new animal protein supporters. all across the board and make sure that we are staying relevant to the industry and relevant outside the industry and that is our goal yeah and i i really love hearing you say that
0: i you know i think about that at county fairs or state fairs or even progress shows and um you know even just looking up into the bleachers during the day and whether there's a large crowd or there's not a crowd and thinking um sometimes you know people get frustrated at the general public wanting to come up or just petting their livestock or reaching through the panels kind of thing and um i just kind of chuckle and think back you know that's why that's why we do what we do is to to share about why we do what we do and um i think that that speaks just very highly of what the national western is out here to do and you guys are not just here for today but you're thinking ahead and about the lasting legacy that you're going to have and the impact you guys are going to make and um I haven't been out to Denver for a couple years while the events going on so I am very excited to get back out there and to be a part of it and a partner and um supporting you guys too and um talking about the story of ag and and what we're doing while we're while we're showing cattle right or showing any any species at that.
2: Awesome. Well it's exciting to have you guys headed our way in January. And uh, as always, we are counting the days and we're (laughs) excited for that first day that cattle arrive. Cattle begin arriving January 3rd. Uh, So it is fast approaching and uh, we'll just let the excitement build until we throw the doors open. Yeah, exactly. I know we're, we're talking, we're packing our trailers already,
0: shipping feed out there, getting our bags packed and, and we'll see you out there. I think with that, Jen, thank you so much for your time today, and we'll look forward to seeing you in a few short days and look forward to the 2024 National Western Stock Show. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for taking time out of your day to sit down and visit with us about your story, how you got to where you are today, and the exciting things that are happening with the National Western Stock Show. We are very excited to be the official feed partner for the 2024 show and cannot wait to see you all in Denver in January.
1: With that, uh, all of us here at Allied Nutrition would like to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We hope that you'll continue to join us along our journey here on the Allied Advantage with our next episode coming up January 4th, and look forward to visiting with you and seeing everybody out at the National Western. Thank you for joining us on the Allied Advantage, brought to you by Allied Nutrition.
0: Tune in every second and fourth Thursday of the month and stay up to date with your partner in production and success.
1: The Allied Advantage.